I think I've really proven to myself that no one and nothing is out of your league, that you literally can ask for whatever you want, interact with whoever you want, that no one is more worthy than you, that, you know, in respect to people, I'm talking specifically to people, platonic relationships, business relationships, romantic relationships, that nothing is out of your reach because this idea of leagues is something that we've created for ourselves as a defense mechanism. We're about to get very real, a little silly, and you're going to freaking love it. I'm Saren, body image and self-relationship coach, lifestyle, aka everything cute and inspirational, entrepreneur, Pilates and yoga instructor, and spirituality-loving person. Let's get real. We all think the same things. We all have those crazy thoughts. The Soul Speak podcast is here so that we can allow ourselves to have those weird, awkward, unheard of conversations that no one ever talks about and prove that they are normal. Topics on judgment, comparison, inner criticism, sex, lifestyle, and spirituality all will be found right here on this podcast. Each episode, guests and I will not only bring you new ways of thinking, but also bring light into your life all together. Now let's speak soul. Hello, my loves. Welcome to episode... Who's kidding? I don't even know what episode this is. I'm not even looking. Episode... Blah, 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 of Soul Speak the Podcast. I have a special episode today, and I think I say that every week, every episode I have a guest, but they're all special. So my guest today is Case Kenny, and he actually has his own podcast as well. It's the New Mindset Who Dis Podcast, D-I-S, Dis Podcast. He is also the owner and founder of Pursuit, which is a daily email that comes to you, and it has a bunch of different columns of other people's and his own, and has just inspirationally things and new mindsets, which is also what his podcast is about. Yes, I said inspirationally things. They are inspirational. So anyway, today you will hear all about Case and basically what he's doing and what he's trying to spread in the world, which is new mindset. And we go a little deeper than just mindset in this conversation, but we have a lot of good conversations on mindset, on inner criticism, on just kind of deep things, a lot of vulnerable things. And it's really, really nice just to talk to someone who is open, right? Talk to someone who is open on sharing what they're thinking because then it normalizes it for the rest of the world and makes us feel less crazy. So that is what this episode has in it. I hope you guys love it. And as always, if you love it, please share it and subscribe to the podcast. Leave some stars and reviews because it always helps the podcast grow. Also, I will say the beginning of this, after I said welcome to the podcast, we were just blabbing about random things for a while. So I had to start it at a random part of a conversation about us talking where we are living and then the conversation starts. So you get to hear a little bit of blab and then da-da-da, there's the conversation. So I hope you enjoy and I'll talk to you later. And you said you're originally from Virginia. I was actually born in Chicago, but I moved to Virginia when I was like two. So I was raised oh. there for oh. forever, and then I came back here after school. So I, I consider my, it depends who I'm talking to. If I'm Chicago, I'm like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. Anyone else, I give the, the full scoop. Yeah, you can resonate. Resonate yeah. to both. It's yeah. definitely easier to say, so I'm technically from Northwest Indiana. Have you been out right. there? Uh, I mean, I went to, I went to Notre Dame, which I guess would be considered in yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, that's South Bend, so Munster is where I'm from. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I know yeah. Munster. It's kind of yeah. the one of the, sort of three Floyds. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If you haven't gone to Three Floyds, if you like beer, you should go there. Uh, the brewery? No, I haven't. But yeah. I do like I do like Three Floyds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my claim to fame. Everyone from Lexington's okay. claim to fame. <laughs> That's cool. So anyway, I wanted to have you on here because I originally I was getting your emails, your pursuit emails for I don't even know how long. I mean, I've been just kind of getting those for a while. And I really like them. I mean, that's not all your writing every time you do write something, but I just love what you put in there. And then you started your podcast and yeah, I actually really, really like your podcast too. And it's doing really well, isn't it? Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, humbly so. It is kind of taken off, which is which is really kind of surreal and cool. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. That's awesome. Yeah, and it probably helped since you had such a good following too from those emails and everything kind of came in its own time. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely pretty patient with launching it. I've been writing for a long time and people were like, oh, you should kind of talk about this. I was like, all right, I'll do it. And then I launched it and it kind of just blew up. But that was just because, you know, some people were familiar with me. So it gave me a great little, little piece of momentum for sure. Yeah. So how was that? Are you uh, like comfortable? Have you always been comfortable with talking or how was that transition? Um, no, I'd say no, actually. I, I think a, big, a, big, a big reason that I decided to launch the podcast, honestly, was to challenge myself, um, particularly because I rarely do guests. I have like a couple, like I've had two guests. One was last week and then I've got one. I'm going to do like one a month at this point, but it's mostly myself just talking. And I did that because I wanted to challenge myself, one, to get better at communicating and speaking at being emotional and vulnerable and two, seeing if I could just put the burden on myself to create content rather than having a guest on and like kind of having that to fall back on. I was like, I want to see if I could do it. Uh, and I did and I have, and I think it's, it's done wonders for me personally. It's, it's funny. I get messages all the time from people saying they love the podcast, but I got one the other week and they're like, you know, we like the podcast because it seems like you're just kind of growing there right alongside of us. I'm like, that's exactly it. I love that. Yeah. I really dig that because one, you know, I don't claim to be an expert. I certainly don't know everything. And I think that comes off in the podcast. And two, that's really in line with why I do it. Like my why selfishly initially was for me, like it was all about me. Like I wanted to do it. It's grown well past that for sure. Um, But like, I'm very open with that. And like, I was like, oh, that, that's perfect because that's exactly, exactly it. So yeah, I started it um, to kind of challenge myself. And then yeah, I started to realize that people were kind of attracted to that level of realness and it's kind of taken off from there. But yeah, it's, it's been really, really cool. Um, I love the process. I love doing it and, and just enjoying, enjoying everything about it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's honestly, that's everyone's, I feel like purpose of a podcast, even if they don't know it, anything that you are teaching, you are learning, you know, it's like anything you teach, you want to learn for yourself. And so just by like sharing the content that you share, and I mean, everyone kind of like, even when I'm doing a podcast, it's usually because it's something that I'm like a lesson I'm going through, or it's just honestly personal therapy, but it's good because I feel like the people that are willing to share and be vulnerable with that stuff, they need to do it uh, because it allows other people to feel it makes it normal for everyone. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. And I think what, what do they say? Like teaching is like learning it for a second time or something or, or the first time even like for myself. So yeah, I think sure. And then like, there's a certain amount of relatability there, which is, I think is everything in podcasting. I think there's such a big difference between people who hop on a mic and just like 
tell people what to do. And then there's folks like myself and you who are, you know, more, more relatable and, you know, just kind of, here's what I'm going through. Here's my thoughts. Here's what I think you can take away. And like, that's like the realness that I think people like. So I'm all all for it. I love it. Yeah. People, people just like that authenticity for whatever reason. Who knows? (laughs) For whatever reason. Whatever reason. I don't know. know. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, your theme is really about mindset on your, I mean, it's called, well, you can say it. How about that? Let's hear it in your voice. (laughs) It's... (laughs) called new mindset who dis which is oh, very okay. uh i was gonna very... say it like new mindset who dis <laughs> god i have a child like that I, I, uh, <laughs> i'm not trying to replicate you that was my own no, no maybe it's <laughs> you don't maybe like it's, the way i said it then <laughs> i like the way you said it. maybe it's, it's early for me so maybe yeah. i just need more coffee but uh yeah i mean that's it it's new mindset who dis which i think is cool <laughs> because it kind of describes what it's all about right yeah you know? Like when you have, when you adopt a new mindset, it's like, you're kind of almost a new person. So yeah. I like the title. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I really like the way that you title your episodes too, because they're, it's just kind of like, it's this and this, it's very straight into the point. And then you're really straight into the point with your podcast. So um, there was one that I really, really liked recently. And that's what made me just be like, okay, I want to have you on my podcast. It was the one about looking into the future or being being excited for the future rather than oh it was the one it was um leave it on red leave it on red yep and i loved that i remember i was at the beach and i was just laying there i'm like (laughs) podcast to listen to and that was just exactly what i needed in that moment and because it's so easy to get stuck in like reoccurring stories and just things and old stuff and rather than just looking into the future and being excited for what's to come and like looking at it as building. Uh, so I really liked that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm big on like pulling in like references and quotes and memes and things like that. That's like very me. I spent a lot of time on the internet. So I always try to pull things in that are relatable. And I thought that idea of leaving something on red, um, you know, because I think that's a relatable thing and in and, and dating and in life and relationships and whatever. It was just a good analogy for how I look at things. I think really with like my writing and my podcast, I'm, I really try to convey a sense of optimism. And I think that in positivity, and I think that that's in line with who I am, but sometimes like I'm doing it to reinforce those mindsets with myself. And the more I say it, the more I talk about it, the more energized I feel with that, that you can look at the present and the future in two ways it could either be downside or upside and you can literally make that decision yourself and to me it's that black and white like it's literally that binary a lot of people are like oh that's very robotic like it's not that easy and i i think when it comes to your mindset it is that you can literally look at the future uh, as a, a time as a big opportunity to heal or move on or for opportunity or you can look at it as a downside for more of the same more of bad more of negativity and if you choose the former i think it really opens yourself up and i think you know the best way to do that is to address certain things in your life certain bad things certain things that are going on address them look at them read them engage with them and then just move on like i'm really big like you said it a minute ago like straight into the point i'm very big on on like i'm a very impatient person and like it but it benefits me because i can look at things that happen in my life things that are frustrating failures everything 
And I, I've just developed this ability to look at it, be like, well, that sucks. That really sucks. But I'm going to move on <laughs> onto something better. And like, it's that kind of fast moving optimism that I think in general just makes me happier because I'm not dwelling on things. I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm engaging. I'm not ignoring it. I'm not like being emotionless. But like, I, I think that kind of mindset has really benefited me. And I think it's benefited other people. Just that reminder that you don't have to dwell on things so much. You don't have to ignore them, but you don't have to dwell on them. And then if you can find more optimism in the future, then it's like you're, you're always moving forward. So yeah, that was, that was one of my favorite episodes as well, for sure. So I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and I want to point out too, you said developed. It's something that you developed along the way because a lot of the listeners, a lot of people hear this stuff and they're like, well, I can't do that. Like, I'm not there yet. It's, it's like, oh, you just did it overnight. I mean, it's something that you developed from from those experiences in your past, it's almost like they were gasoline fueling you into this new mindset because it's all a mindset thinking that it's easy. It's black and white, right? Like, have you always felt that way or was that no, something? No, not at all. I think like one of, one of my like catchphrases is I've come to realize or in the past three years, like those are things that I preface a lot of things with. And that's really true. Like I've only come to realize these things and live these things honestly in the last call it three to four years. And I'm, I just turned 31. So like <laughs> certainly hasn't been forever. I'd say my, my mid early twenties, I was certainly not living these truths. I was not living these mindsets. These are things that I've come to develop 100%. And I would say even more that I didn't like come to develop these by, you know, reading books or listening to podcasts or taking advice from friends like I literally came to adopt these mindsets through a lot of introspection like writing and then living them and challenging myself to do them like these have all come about as a result of me like looking at my life when I turned maybe you know 28 and being like you know I I'm not pushing myself I'm, I'm just kind of coasting I'm living in this like circular comfortable life and like so, so they have 100% come recently they have not always been this way. Um, I, I never like, I, there was a certain point where I didn't even want to be this way. I was like, oh, I'm fine with the way I am, but kind of developed this increased hunger in my late 20s where I was like, I want to change. How can I do that? Well, I don't know until I really know myself and then diving into my writing was a big, big way for me to kind of get that, that, that spark, that catalyst to change. And then I've just been, been living it. So yes, yeah, certainly it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of new for me, if I'm honest, um, past couple of years. Yeah, no, I love that. And you said, you know, really knowing yourself too was important, important for all of that. But it seems like you knew yourself, obviously, right? Because you knew that you wanted something different and um, the, the, yourself always changes. Yes. <laughs> yourself always changes. So you knew yourself and you knew you wanted something different and it came at the point that it came at because I'm sure you also don't regret the last 10 you know all of your 20s i'm sure you absolutely not no 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 way yeah i mean i definitely know myself really well and i knew that, like you know i was very stubborn about being comfortable i was very stubborn about having a routine and like dating these people and having this career and doing this and doing that and you know knowing myself in that respect is really helpful but i also knew in that process that I was capable of, of a lot more and really challenging myself. So like it went hand in hand with the growth, the fact that I knew myself so well, I knew how just incredibly stubborn I was that if I didn't do something new, I would just continuously be in that lifestyle. 
And, you know, I, I knew that I was capable of more. So, you know, it sounds grand and all. It's, it hasn't been huge changes, but I think that it really has come back to mindset. That's why I decided to name the podcast Mindset. That's why I think like so many things in your life are derived from action. Sure, 100%, like massive, big action, big goals, putting yourself out there. But if you don't have the mindset to back it, like those types of actions are going to be so short lived. Like you can push yourself in a moment of courage and a moment of motivation to do something, but then poof, it's gone. And if you don't have that sustained, it's like you're very erratic with that type of behavior. But I came to realize that you can create a source of sustained motivation in your life by adopting the right type of mindset, one that's, that's really hungry, one that craves discomfort, one that understands the value of experiences, good ones or bad ones, into like making you a more well-rounded whole person. And like that's what I came to realize. And now through that, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always down to embarrass myself or push myself or do something I haven't done because that, that mindset is very consistent in my life for sure. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, mindset is something that I feel like almost goes hand in hand with discipline. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally, I think that's that's spot on. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like, I had I had released my podcast the other day with Ryan Serhant, the, the guy from Million Dollar Listing, and he and he was talking about discipline as well. And he said that you know, discipline is less about creating new habits and more about simplifying old ones. The more that you you get rid of old bad habits, the more that you can introduce new ones because everything is more clear and simplified for you. And I think it's the same way with mindset. It's about self-discipline 100%. And it's about decluttering your mind from things that are holding you back, things that are making you overthink. Yeah, it's, it's literally, you know, trying to, to understand your, yourself in the simplest way possible, trying to overthink less, trying to be less, you know, pessimistic, less negative, and just simplifying that process so that you can have a mindset that sees more opportunity, more upside, more positivity, more value of experiences. And like, that type of self-discipline then results, I think, in a mindset that encourages you to take action because there's less things to consider. There's, there's less overthinking. I'm really big on overthinking. Mm. I was going to ask, do you feel like you're a big analyzer or no? It doesn't, I would say no, probably. No, I'm definitely you're not. not. You're not. <laughs> Sometimes to my detriment, I'm not. Analyzer. Okay. And it's, but you know, like what I've learned that has come from is, the feeling of not enough. So that kind of like portrays into everything in my life is not doing enough, not being enough, not feeling like I am enough. And so like analyzing and I don't know, it's, it's somehow connected for me um, because we all have those little core beliefs that we, yeah. <laughs> I feel that one thing. Yeah, I feel that big time. I mean, I think for me, it's like, I, I wasn't always, I think I've always been pretty decisive in doing things. But, you know, for me, now with the way that I make decisions, it's very, it's very in line with what I consider like a very solid core, a very sense of centeredness of self esteem, like, <laughs> my friends are probably wow, case is so full of himself. Um, and like, sometimes it comes off that way. But like, I'm very like confident in what I have to offer. I've done a lot of episodes on like, no one's out of your league. Um, nothing's out of your reach, things like that, because I, I literally believe it. And like, when you have that mentality, I think overanalyzing tends to, to kind of dissipate because overanalyzing to your point comes from, you know, a, 
for me, it always came from like a lack of trust in myself. Like, am I worthy enough? Am I good enough? Am I talented enough? Am I whatever, insert adjective here, enough? But I've come to really have this core self-acceptance and validation that, you know, I am, I am very well uh, confident in the things that I have to offer. And like, I, it just results in me not overanalyzing things anymore because I'm very, I'm very confident that no matter what I do or who I talk to or whatever, that, you know, that experience will be a net positive for me, that time will heal any downside. I, again, I'm very, like, very trusting in the universe and in like this, this idea of time. And like, I think when you have that, like overanalyzing, overthinking really kind of falls by the, by the wayside because you have that confidence, not only in yourself, but in, in the future. I was going to say that, yeah, I feel like a lot of that comes from faith and trust and whatever yeah. you believe in. But I think that the stronger foundation of trust that you have, then you do know that everything, like everything is for you and everything is going to be okay. Um, and then we all know that feeling though of, even if it doesn't happen all of the time, like we know that feeling of, of, of a really strong confidence in something like it could be, you're going to get this job or you're going to do this, or I know I'm going to do this for myself, or I know I'm going to like go out with that person or whatever it is. I know I'm going to be friends with, you know what I mean? Like we all have that strong knowing sometimes. Um, but I think like what you're saying is bringing it into your, I mean, not seeing anything as a challenge, but seeing it as a challenge, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. I mean, what you said right there is, is literally what I believe that everything is happening for you, not to you. Like that's like such a powerful mindset. Like I think if you have that mindset, literally nothing is out of your grasp, no person, no job, no, no aspiration, nothing, because you can go for it and not get it. But that experience is happening for you. And I know that's, that's tough sometimes for people to wrap their head around. They're like, well, how was that breakup for me? Or how was not getting that job for me? Or how was getting fired for me? But like, I've had a lot of things happen to me over the past couple of years, like good things and a lot of bad things. And I think like all those things combined have made my perspective on life so much more valuable, such that everything I do now, I think I make smarter decisions. And I'm more centered and I'm more confident. And that's all because everything everything that's happened to me. So I don't think there's any way that I could look at something and say that, that it wasn't for me. It was 100% for me. Like, I'm, I'm really into like, being a little bit selfish and looking at things like I look at every opportunity as something that can make me more whole, bigger, better, smarter, everything. And I think when you look at the universe in that way, like there's, there's no downside. Like I really do believe that I, I can, <laughs> I can rationalize any bad experience in my life, even while it's happening to an extent I'm no monk or that <laughs> enlightened, but I can literally look at it. I could be in that moment and be like, well, this really sucks. But I am confident that this perspective coming out of this is going to make me more, more whole, more better perspective. So that the next time I'm doing something, I can pull on this experience and it can benefit me. Like that's how I look at things. And I think that that way it, it makes you less of like just a floating ship in the storm and more, more just confident that whatever's happening, like you can leverage it in the future. And so I love that. I love that you say that it's, you know, it's for you, not to you for sure. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think you would really like this, especially since you like analogies. <laughs> um, okay. So I was thinking about it. I, I mean, I personally am going through a crazy time. Like I moved, you know, I've been here since October and 
it's just, I moved. I didn't know anyone. I didn't move for a job or anything. And I just moved. And like, I live on my own. It's just been such a challenge. And it's taken me out of myself in some ways. And then when things started kind of like coming out of the crazy mud of unknowing and craziness, then I kind of felt myself coming back to me. And not like I ever lost me. You know what I mean? Sometimes you kind of just like lose those pieces of you when you're so scattered, when your life is scattered and then you come back to yourself. So that's kind of how I felt. And I literally thought of this analogy of almost like a, a candle wick. Okay. So picture this. So you're dipping a wick into the wax and then you're taking it out. And every time it comes out, it gets thicker, right? Like it, it gets thicker. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> arts and crafts I got oh, it yeah arts and crafts I I think I actually thought of this because I would do that with my finger like I would put my pink oh, yeah, 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 yeah. like the wax and then take it out and then keep just getting this giant cone on my finger but um and I wouldn't eat it don't worry because that would be gross but I um so every time you go into that wax of like you know scatter or hard time or whatever it is you lose yourself or you just like are going through a really hard time, you come out, you pull yourself out and you always have that extra layer. You're always more, you have more like strength and more whatever. You have that extra knowledge, that extra layer. And then it's going to happen again because that's just life. You're going to go back into that wax. You're going to get a little like crazied up and then you're going to come out and you're going to have another layer. Like it just happens like that. So I think that really relates to what we were doing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that analogy. And you're right. I am a big analogy guy. I think that's spot on. I might steal that because okay, you can steal it, but yeah, I'll give you give me credit. I'll give you credit. Of course. <laughs> but don't call me Karen. If you give me credit, I won't. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, Karen. No, shout out Karen. Um, shut up. Oh, oh no. shout out. <laughs> I love that. That's so spot on. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. I look at like, the happiest people I know, the most fulfilled, centered, confident, like real people that I know. And they, they, yeah, they, they just embrace that fact that they are, all you are is experiences stacked on experiences, stacked on experiences, stacked on experiences. That's, that's all you are. That's how you become whole. So like I would look at myself in my mid twenties and I was like, yeah, I've, I've done some cool things. I, you know, I live in a big city. I have a great job. I have great friends, but like within that there's so few layers because I, I had such like small perspective because I wasn't challenged myself. Like my, my, my perspective on being uncomfortable and like living at, you know, in a challenging, uncomfortable way came from movies and other, other people and books. Like that was my perspective. It wasn't firsthand perspective, but it was only like when diving into those things myself that I really came to realize exactly what you're saying. And it's like those layers are what make you full and larger and more centered. So I think that is literally the perfect analogy for sure. Thank you. Yeah, not not fuller like fat. You just get fuller mentally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. So um, so I want honestly like I I think everyone here is so interested in mindset and kind of like how with that discipline. Like if you're not a disciplined person, how do you just simplify things for yourself and kind of make yourself go forward with that mindset, you know, because I'll give you the analytical brain will it, they'll go into it. And then um, hmm, I'm trying to think of how it actually works, go into it. And then you'll think of all these reasons why 
you can't. Right. So you let those, yeah. So how do you yeah. make it more black and white for those people? That's, right? Yeah, that's a good question. Again, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know all the answers <laughs> if I'm being real. All I know is what works well for me. Yeah. And like, I mean, <laughs> I, I honestly, I think like you're never going to be self-disciplined. You're never going to be able to simplify things in your life unless you have a really strong why. Like you're just not like with anything, like unless you really want something, you're always going to deviate from it. Like you can be like, yeah, it's great to simplify. Yeah, it's great to be more confident. But unless you want that, yeah, of course, it's never going to succeed for you. So like, I think you really need to be centered in something that drives you. And I know that's a cliche answer, but like you really have to find what that is. And maybe it's something that like, you know, something from your past or something that you don't want. I, I think, you know, fear of something can be a powerful motivator. Like it could be like, I never want to be that way. And that could be, that's a strong motivator or like, I really want that thing. That's also a strong motivator. Like you've got to figure out what that is for you. Like for me, my, I talk about this all the time and this sounds negative, but like I, my biggest fear in life isn't heights or spiders or something like that. It's, it's regret. It's regret. It's that, you know, I don't want to look back and be 60 and be like, man, I really didn't make the most of my twenties and thirties. Like I settled I didn't challenge myself. I stayed in a job. I X, Y, Z like that to me is, is a huge fear of mine. That like, so I want to bounce back with a question then. So how does yep. that not make you feel like overwhelmed? Like you have to complete all of this stuff. Yeah. I'd, I'd say, honestly, that's probably my biggest challenge. If I'm being real like that, like I, I counteract that fear by trying to stack my plate with as many things as I can, as many experiences, perspectives, challenges. So like that, that's the biggest thing for sure. So if there's anything that I struggle with, it's that. Um, but again, to my point earlier, I counteract that fear with a lot of optimism that, you know, as long as I'm moving towards that goal, that I'm going to achieve it in a certain way that, that, you know, yeah, I, there's certain things that I'm not going to get to or uh, there's not enough time in the day or, or whatever there is. But like, I am very optimistic that, you know, even one new experience a week is going to push me towards that goal. So like, that's how I counteract it for sure. It's definitely something I, 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 str I struggle with and I'm challenged by. But I think, um, yeah, I think like that motivator though is, is a really healthy one for me. It's not, it's not a, like a self-destructive motivator. I think it is very healthy. It's, it's a strong why for me and it makes me self-disciplined. Like it's the same with my podcast and my writing. It's like certain weeks I, I do not want to do it at all. I don't want to write. I don't want a podcast. I just want to meh. But I think that, that, that fear of regret, uh, it really drives me knowing that, you know, just pushing myself a little bit more can help open up more doors and more, more doors open up for me mean more opportunities, more opportunities mean more experiences and experiences, perspectives and perspectives is, is less regret. So like, that's the way that I look at it, but that's my why. I don't think, I think that's a pretty universal why for sure. But I think other people have more overwhelming, powerful ones. But like, I think if you find that, then self-discipline comes so much easier because it's so rooted in, in that thing, not necessarily a fear, it could be the other way. It could be a big aspiration that is so tantalizing and powerful for you that you can't get it off your mind. And that's great. That's fantastic. It just depends on the person. But finding that I think will 100% make you more self-disciplined and it'll become more of a lifestyle to you. It won't become like a practice. It won't become something you have to force yourself to do. It's literally, this is who I am. This is what I do because my why is so strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I like that. And two things that came from that that I want to say. So one, I think that you're really right with that is maybe you weren't even saying this because this is what I got from it is the, if you keep doing something, something's going to happen with it. So as long as you keep doing your podcast, keep doing these things, something is going to happen. Something's going to grow from it. Or, you know, you're going to hit that top 10, like something's going to happen. So just keep doing it. And it's that momentum. Um, And then, (laughs) and then the other thing, what if some of the listeners feel like they just want to live, you know, like, they just want to live, bro. Like they just want to live. <laughs> they just want to yeah. live. Like they don't, they don't have this giant why of, but they just want to live. Like they just want to experience. They just want to travel. Yeah. Um, well, you put it in, in terms that you said, bro, that's like perfect for me. Um, I think, um, I think that's fantastic. In fact, I did an episode on the meaning of life and everyone was expecting me to, to have this big grand thought introspective big conclusion and my conclusion was that the is to just live (laughs) i think some people might have been disappointed by that but i think it's that simple and i think that's totally cool and that's totally fine not everyone needs to have huge aspirations to be the next steve jobs or a huge artist or musician or athlete or actor or podcaster or writer or whatever and i think that's totally fine I think literally, I think the point of life is to live. But then if that's your mindset and you're like, man, relax with the in-your-face motivation. I just want to be, man, dude, bro. I just want to live. I think that's great. But then you have to define for yourself what a full life is for you then. If you're just about traveling and living and enjoying yourself, I think that's fantastic because I'm all those things as well. But you have to define for yourself what what is the large vision of that for you? What does that look like? Because I think that's your mindset and your motivation. I think you'll quickly realize that it's very easy within that context to be comfortable and settle into a routine. And I think if you're vulnerable with yourself, you realize that, and then you can set your aspirations bigger, whatever your context is. I think you can always think bigger. If you just want to live, that's great. But then what would it look like if you lived somewhere else or you traveled more or you had more of XYZ perspective? Like, I think you could always push yourself to do that. And that's, and that in any context, whether it's life or business or a creative field, like that's how you truly get the most out of what you're doing. So I think that's fantastic. I did a whole episode on that. Like that, that is the point is to just experience. So I have nothing wrong with people who say that you don't have to attach goals, business goals, creative goals to your life. If that's not you. That's totally cool. I have so much respect for you, but I think you can always think bigger. I did an episode on, I called it nah bigger. It was one of my first episodes. I don't know, first 50 episodes or something that was really popular. It's the idea that, you know, you can 10x any vision you have, whether it's something super simple or something more complicated. You just got to, you got to have that, that bigger, that bigger mindset. So what do you, what do you think about, um, I, I don't know how to put this into words, I guess, but if you want to have that bigger mindset and think bigger, but what if you are like, it's hard to think of those bigger visions. Like you just almost don't want to think them because you feel like, what if they don't come true? I know we talked about this earlier, but um, you know, some people are scared to make those giant, like, Oh, I'm going to be Oprah one day. You know what I mean? People don't say it or people don't want to believe it or like ingrain that into their brains because they feel like it doesn't come true. I will add to, I think 
clarity comes with that because the more clear you are on what you want, then the more knowing, like if you're scattered and everywhere, then you can think of all these bigger things and be kind of fearful of getting them. But the more clear you are on actually what you want in your life, then the more confident you can be in those bigger things. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you've got to get clarity. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, setting, setting big goals for yourself, thinking bigger for yourself in a vacuum is really tough. Like you can sit down and be like, how do I 10 X this vision? How do I think bigger? How do I challenge myself? And then, yeah, then you run into the, well, what would that even look like? Oh, I don't even know how I could do that. That sounds so impossible. I think the biggest thing you could do for yourself is, is, is inspiration is literally find other people who have done it or are doing it. I'm talking about YouTubers, podcasters, writers, vloggers, Instagrammers, whatever. I think there's a lot of power in seeing other people who have done it, like real people, not like the BS you see on Instagram. You got to take everything with a grain of salt, I suppose. I guess I'm a bit cynical, but like finding examples of people who have done things or are doing it or have done it, like that's really big because it shows you what's possible. Like I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Like my writing, it's like, before when I was just writing just to write, I was like, Oh man, well, wouldn't it be awesome if I made money from this? Oh, I have no idea how I would do that. That sounds so impossible. What if I couldn't do it? Blah, blah, blah. And then I just spent a lot of time online. I was like, well, Holy cow. Look at what like, um, the morning brew, for example, is, is similar to what I do. It's a daily email focused on business news, whereas pursuits focused on self development. I was like, Whoa, look at what Alex and Austin are doing over at the morning brew wow, they're, they're making money through that just through writing. Oh, wow. How are they doing it? Oh, through sponsorships and, and affiliates. Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. I could probably do that. I write, they write. And then like that thought process, I was like, well, they could do it. Now I have a little bit of a vision into what is possible. It's the same way. This is going to sound weird, but one of the podcasts that I hate, but I also love is <laughs> it's, you might know it. It's the caller daddy podcast. It's with those two girls on iTunes. It's really, really stupid, if I'm being real. No disrespect to those girls, but it's, it's really, really bad content. But like, the reason that I follow them and I watch their vlogs is they're, they're doing it. They're these two girls who started this podcast and it blew up. It's like number two on iTunes. They're getting millions and millions of downloads. They're living, you know, they're monetizing, they're living their life through that. And like, I look at their vlogs and their Instagrams because I'm like, wow, that's truly what I'm, I've had success in my podcast. It's not where I want it to be yet, but I can look at them and be like, Oh, I can understand now the relationship between where I am and where they are. And that inspires me. It gives me a little bit of vision and insight and line of sight into what is possible. And like, that's how you set goals. That's how you think bigger. I think it's very useful to find examples of what you want to do, how you want to do it. And like that makes that so much clearer. And then you, you customize it for yourself, for sure. You're not plagiarizing someone else's life, but seeing that someone else has done it or is doing it is super, super powerful. It makes things real for you as opposed to sitting down with a journal and being like, I'm going to write out um, my vision for myself. Well, you need to like kickstart the momentum. Maybe I'm just not <laughs> that original of a person, but like I need a little bit of motivation. I need a little bit of uh, catalyst to, to understand what is possible and like that really helps me. So that's a long-winded way of saying, I think, it, I think it is possible. You just need to find examples that, that inspire that thought process in you rather than trying to come up with them out of the dark for yourself. Mm, yeah, I love that. I think that's so true. And it just shows, honestly, anything is possible. I mean, these people 
didn't just, they weren't just born like this. I always think of, I mean, you know the book, You Are a Badass, right? Yes, I do. Have you read it, I'm assuming? I have. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now to see if I have it here. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you something? I met her. I met oh, yeah? her. She came to oh, me. Yeah? So oh, I met it. And she did a book, book signing there. So yeah, um, she has like a book, You Are a Badass at Making Money. So she signed that for me. Oh, nice. <laughs> but um, there's a part in, and you might remember it, in the just yellow, You Are a Badass book. And it says something like, you know, you look at a performer on stage on Broadway and like you look at them differently because they're there, but they were where you are at one point. Like they don't just get there. Like you can, it just shows you are literally capable. If you want to be Oprah, you can do that. Like it's possible. It's possible, but you just have to know that you're enough and you have to just go forward and not let those little tiny other analytical, right? Like you, it's yep. that black and white attitude kind of helps in that. Cause when you are just so sure, like, yes, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Then you bring things into your life that make it happen. Yep. Oh, I see the book. I'm looking at it. There it is. <laughs> Were you no, even listening to what I was saying? I'm not, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, I appreciate that example. Cause you just said what I was trying to say in like four minutes and 30 seconds. So thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly it. Like you see someone doing it, it shows you what's possible. Yeah. Uh, that's why like you know i'm not big on uh like vision boarding or things like that but like if that works for you that that's very in line with what you just said it shows you what's possible creates a vision for yourself and then you have to have that belief that you can attain that for yourself and then yeah then you're off to the races so that's a great example for sure well i think i think mindset is very easy i think it is really easy but we make it so hard and i think part of it like in your case too i mean in everyone's case you learn it over time. It's not something you can just install in your life, or right. maybe it is actually, right? If you have that mindset. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it depends on who you are for sure. I think you can decide to work on it. I think you can decide to implement certain uh, practices and habits for sure. But you, again, you, you've got to have a why behind it. Otherwise it's going to, it's going to fall apart. So yeah, I mean, it's, def it's definitely not something that, oh, you're either born with it or not. It's hundred percent something that you can develop. I believe that. Yeah. Um, so embracing then, like, okay, because that just made me think of this. Like, if you decide, yeah, I'm just going to have this mindset, but then you still come up on those things that are happening and then you are hard on yourself for it, um, embracing those things. So how have you kind of dealt with that? Like embracing those things that you're trying to change, right? Like those little habits or those little thoughts or mindsets. Yeah. Um, how do you, how are you easy on yourself with those? Yeah. I mean, I think it's being self-aware that when you're having those challenges, you're like, yo, this is it. Like, this is the thing that I'm trying to address. But I also think it's like, you've got to, you've got to live in the present. Like, I think if you're like, always like, well, I want to, I want to adopt this mindset so that I can be happier. And when I'm happier, man, then everything's going to fall into place. Then I'm going to, I'm going to be this and that and I'll be successful and in a great relationship and with a great body and everything and like then then I'll be happy I just got to get there you know I just got to get to the point where I'm confident and I'm, I'm not overthinking and I see that all the time with my friends and followers and subscribers they're like I'm setting a goal and then I'm obsessed with that goal like I'm obsessed with getting to the point where you know oh once I once I do that thing once that finish line is, is hit then everything's going to be great I think it's the same way with mindsets People are like, oh, case, dude, mindsets are so awesome. I'm setting a, a goal, a mindset goal right now of, of being, uh, of overthinking less. 
right? And that's their goal. I'm like, that's fantastic. And they're like, well, yeah, once I stop overthinking, like everything's going to be great. I'm going to have clarity. Everything's going to be simple. I'm going to be making moves. I'm going to be challenging myself. I'm like, okay, that's great. But you're, again, now you're putting that off in the future again. And the, the more you do that, the further that future is going to keep moving. So I think it's, it's got to be a sense of self-awareness of living in the present with that goal. You have to live in the present with that mindset as opposed to living in the future with that mindset. You have to set that goal in the present rather than the future. And I think that goes hand in hand with when you're in the midst of BS and the midst of challenges, things that traditionally have made you, um, you know, fall into to pessimism and overthinking and lack of confidence and self-worth. Like you have to recognize that to the best of your ability and be like, yo, this is it. Like, this is that thing that I've been trying to address, like and live in that moment, as opposed to being like, Oh, you know, here it is again, stumbling black. Uh, hopefully pretty soon I'll be able to overcome it. Like, I think it's that mindset. You got to kind of like want to crave that. Like I say it all the time and I'm still working on it, but like I almost enjoy like embarrassing myself because in the past I would, I would just be mortified. I'd be like, man, it would be great if one day I just didn't care if I wasn't embarrassed by things or self-conscious and, and then my, my tendency would be to move that into the future. Like that would be a great day. And now it's like, yo, right here, right now, I have this opportunity to embarrass myself. I'm going to go ahead and go for it because I am so adamant about moving past this thing about overcoming it. Like now is a great opportunity. So like, I really embrace that. I really crave that to an extent far from perfect. Um, but I think that that mentality will, will help you really navigate the ups and downs if you're trying to adopt a new mindset, habit, mentality, whatever. Mm, I love that. Living in the present. It's so, and we were just talking about being excited for the future at the beginning, but living in the present. Oh, I love that. That's so great. Yeah, Everyone sure. just rewinds and listen to that little piece. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Living in the present. Yeah, that's really, really important um, because then you're not beating yourself up. I actually just interviewed someone um, and we were talking something similar to that. And she was saying, you know, like if you're at a two, if you feel like you're, you're at a two with this, like say you feel like you're at a two with embarrassing yourself and you want to be at a 10, instead <laughs> of beating yourself up for not being that 10, just be the best two you are and then focus on being a three like don't beat yourself up for being a 10 that's so silly i love that you'll embarrass yourself enough one day don't worry <laughs> you'll get there. <laughs> i love that yeah that's so true yeah that's great yeah because then you're not putting it off you're not you know going to extremes like you're like whatever you are right now be the best version of that that you can whether it's a goal or whatever and then push yourself to go to a three and a four like you don't have to go all in at once i think yeah. that's great yeah yeah. Yeah. I love all that. So is there anything else that mindset, um, mindset, I don't know the word I'm trying to think of mindset in the mindset arena that you are like just in right now, that's your latest mindset thing or something that it, you want to share with everyone? Yeah. I or? Mean, yeah I'm, I, well, I just released a podcast today and I wrote a lot about it last week and I think I referenced it earlier. Sometimes I get these things in my head and I like, oh God, I, go, I, go, I go all in about writing, but it's, it's that idea that no one and nothing is out of your league. And this idea of leagues is like BS. And I, I really believe that firmly. Um, like I've had the ability to, you know, interact with amazing, creative people, successful people, CEOs, folks like that like date amazing people, people who you're like, wow, that, that she is out of your league, things like that, like that mindset. And 
I think I've really proven to myself that no one and nothing is out of your league, that you literally can ask for whatever you want, interact with whoever you want, that no one is more worthy than you, that, you know, in respect to people, I'm talking specifically just people, platonic relationships, business relationships, romantic relationships, that nothing is out of your reach because this idea of leagues is something that we've created for ourselves as a defense mechanism. Mm. And the, the way that I kind of validate this for myself is this idea that how you see yourself is not how other people see you. Like the way that you look at yourself is very unique because you are with yourself 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You're 100% in your brain. You hear every thought, you microanalyze everything you've said, everything you've done. Like the result is you're very critical of yourself. You're your biggest self-critic. And I think that's pretty normal because you know everything about yourself. You know everything that you do and you know everything that you don't do. And as a result, you have this very granular um, reflection and picture of yourself. But not everyone sees that. Whereas you see someone who's, quote, out of your league, they don't see that. They don't see themselves as out of your league. They don't, they don't see you in the same way that you do. And to go back to earlier, like I have this trust in the universe that, you know, yeah, you could, you could spend a lot of energy and effort on, you know, um, composing yourself a certain way and talking and acting and looking a certain way. But at a certain point in your relationship with others, like it's how they, how they perceive you and how and the universe takes over. And I'm big on just putting yourself out there and letting, letting that relationship happen, letting that person see in you what they see in you, because it's not always what you see in yourself. And like, I've proven that time and time again, like I have cold reached out to people who are huge, huge people. And I'm like, Hey, my name's Case. Here's my podcast. My name's Case. Here's what I'm trying to do, whatever. And nine times out of 10, I, nah, five times out of 10, <laughs> it, it, it results in something really positive. They're like, hey, Case, like I listened, or hey, Case, like you look cool, or hey, whatever, insert outcome here. And I, that really just validates this idea that nothing is out of your reach. No one is more worthy than you. There are no leagues. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm not just talking about dating or, interviews or or meeting celebrities or something like that like I think that's such a applicable mindset to have that you get to decide that if you just take the action to let the universe prove it to you I think if you put yourself out there the universe will prove to you that no one is out of your reach nothing is out of your reach like you have every right to be there you have every right to ask for what you want that the assumption that someone is better than you that a company is too good for you things like that, it really level sets things. And then it backs into everything else that I believe that I have every right to be confident that I should be optimistic about the future, that the, that time is a great healer. Like all those things come full circle with that mindset because that mindset pushes you to ask, pushes you to meet new people. It pushes you to do more things. And then that, it just proves it, it proves it to you. So I'm, I'm all in on that mindset right now. I like, I'm annoying that when I start thinking about something, I won't shut up about it. But I think that is uh, very, very important if you are truly looking to live a full life. Mm, I love that so much. And yes, that is so true. Okay. We put people and things on pedestals sometime. And I think sometimes, and I think that once you can just realize, like, I keep talking about Oprah for whatever reason, probably because there's an Oprah magazine actually sitting on my counter. Um, if you look at her or Gandhi, like, no one is a god, you know, we're all the same. We are all the same. <laughs> so I think that we're all humans. We're just yeah. humans. We're just in these bodies. But um, yeah, I love that. I think that is so great. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. And for 
all of this. I love it. I love what you are doing. You're doing great things. So thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you having me on. This is a great chat. Of awesome. course. Yeah, just a great, great little AM chat, you know, before <laughs> the day starts. Yes, um, so the last thing I ask all of my guests is if someone asks you how they can hear their soul speak, what would you tell them? I think, I think the only way to hear your soul speak as I would define it would be to be uncomfortable because it's, it's when you break habits, it's when you break out of your comfort zone that you really understand what you're capable of. That's how you level up. That's how you understand what, what lights your, your soul on fire. That's where you really, un, you can hear yourself be vulnerable. So I think it's, it's really only in moments of discomfort, in moments of embarrassing yourself in moments of being awkward, how you handle that, how you react to that. And then how you move forward. That's how you really come to, to hear yourself, understand yourself. And I would say love yourself even more because you understand that you can weather anything. You can strive for more, but it, you have to break any bad habits, any, any cycle of comfort first to do that. And then, yeah, I think you could absolutely hear yourself through that method. Mm, love it. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode of Soul Speak, the podcast. And if you loved it and it touched you, please share it with someone who may need it. A friend, a family member, a cat, a dog, a, I don't know, squirrel, whoever you think in the world will need it. And if you share it on Instagram, be sure to tag Case and I. You can find Case at Case.Kenny and then myself at, just search my name, much easier, much easier. And if you want to subscribe to Pursuit, you can go and search Pursuit, P-R-S-U-I-T, and then subscribe and receive those emails every day. So thank you again, and I will talk to you later. Until next time, speak your soul and kisses.